0: And this is Bare Disclosure, May 14th, 2020, the year that we all fucking hate. And in our first story, proving that this is the year we all fucking hate, Lance Hart put an exceptionally important tweet, which you should be able to see right here. In it, he talks about how in the adult industry, he's getting a lot of DMs right now asking him to go and shoot. And while I'm so deeply empathetic to anybody who is seeing their income decline, struggling during these hard times, there are other implications other than just ending up on a model's no list during this moratorium. You could potentially end up in an article and not in a way that you want to be. All publicity is not good publicity. Right now we're in an election year and we all know that Lots and lots of people are in jail right now because of drugs, and that's becoming more and more decriminalized across this country. But now they're beginning to turn their head towards sex work. So if we're doing stuff online, if we're doing stuff offline as well, that could potentially get us in danger. We're running the greater risk of turning more of an ugly eye onto our industry in which then people are going to go make a name for themselves off of the back of you. So. Let's all give Lance Hart a warm round of applause and also really consider our actions right now and change our business plans accordingly so that we don't end up on page six. In our second story, FFC has an emergency fund specifically for COVID. Marries pretty well with our first story. And they are saying that their first round of emergency fund recipients have all gotten their checks or rather their checks are on their way, which we can all give a nice warm round of applause for so that people are getting the funds that they desperately need. They are looking into getting a round two. All those who are not considered eligible will have been notified by now. And if you have not received your check, then wait until June 1st and after that hit up FFC some people have not claimed, even though they, got, they filled out the paperwork and were told they were eligible, they have not claimed their funds. Those who have not claimed their funds by the first will end up having those funds returned for the second round of issuing out more help to performers who potentially need it. So get on that if you're eligible. And our third story of the night, Inked Angels is going to be with Exbiz in January. So if you were expecting to go to the Ink Angels Awards, nope, nope, nope. It won't be in October. It will not be with Exotica this year. It will be with Exbiz. Now, why is this top news or rather considerably top news of how it's going to affect models? Well, Inked Angels Awards is something that a lot of us have looked forward to. I have personally adored going to the last two that were with Exotica New Jersey, but they did announce that they will be with x or uh, running alongside with x this coming January. What implications does this have? I have to wonder, and this is speculation and alleged, and a couple of other models have also come to me as well, whether or not there's going to be any Exoticas this year considering COVID and people, even if travel restrictions are lifted, will people want to risk it for the biscuit and go out there, so on and so forth. Just a lot of things to consider and if that has anything to do with Ink's angels moving or not. I know for me personally, I don't plan on doing anything until January and even those are up in the airs until we get closer to the days of. So, Uh, Will you guys be going to Inked Angels or not? I would love to hear about it in the comments below. Tell me how you feel about this type of stuff. Um, And really, with any stories that we have, feel free to comment down below. We want to hear what you guys have to say and how does this affect you and what changes need to be brought on that would make you feel a little better, be it the FFC story, Lance Hart, or even Exotica. And in our fourth story of the night, we had Just For Fans, Only Fans, and Is My Girl, Is My Guy being discussed in a pretty important thread. The thread was started talking about the ethics of Only Fans, <laughs> and in it we had the owners of Is My Guy, as well as Just For Fans owner Dominic Ford, oh well, Do- Just For Fans owner Dominic Ford, talking back and forth about not only just OnlyFans, but even Is My Girl came under fire. Is My Girl was brought up by Dominic Ford about their payout systems and how they've claimed that models make 100%, but really they make less because of the credit card processing and whatnot. Not sure how you guys feel about that? Tell me, go ahead, tell me down in the comments. Is My Girl shot back by telling Dominic Ford that they didn't understand? why he was taking shots at them because they agreed to not fight with each other. Now I have a lot of personal opinions on this. Uh, I Want Clips also came under fire when people realized that with their custom videos, models make 100%, but it's the customers paying basically double. So if I said, yeah, I'll make that custom for you, $100 please, they're actually paying $200. So we couldn't articulate to our customers how much they were actually paying because we were only seeing and thinking about what we were getting paid out. And you have to consider that also when it comes to Is My Girl, Is My Guy. But I also believe that sometimes you gotta keep those gentlemanly contracts. If I agree with you as a business person that we're not going to publicly fight, should we publicly fight? I'm not 100% sure. What I do know is Just My Fans is an amazing, amazing platform that is basically like a carbon copy clone with a lot of extra actually, bonus features of Patreon, and to me is a little bit more superior than OnlyFans because you can have different tiers and different sets of fans. Um, also, OnlyFans has come under fire for a lot of different ethical reasons in, in the past couple of weeks, really even months. So, seeing two people that are very model-centric going at each other as a model just, I it, it doesn't trouble me, but it's something I don't want to see because I like seeing more competition in the space. When there's competition, models win. On a personal side, me as a model, I come from a time when models didn't have a lot of options, therefore we couldn't get a lot done. So being able to see more innovation, more things come out that we actually want coming out because there's competition is a lovely thing. Um, But yeah, it's just something that we have to we have to consider should platforms and I would love to hear y'all guys' thoughts on this. Should platforms be 100% transparent to not only us models of what we're going to be paid out, but also what customers are going to be paid out? And should they tell us about their credit card processing amounts and what we should expect out of that? Love to hear y'all guys' opinions. And our fifth story, Vice just put out an article on May 11th talking about how it's not easy being an online sex worker. In the times of COVID, lots of people are turning towards online sex work because they feel that it would be easy and, well, they're at home anyways and they need to make some money. Me and quite a few other creators sounded off about our opinions on the matter, what it actually takes to start up, and whether or not the average creator has what they need at home to begin in an industry that they've never been into in the first place. Not saying it's impossible, and I'm not saying anybody who's turned to this industry because of the worldwide pandemic is not going to be able to be successful. But honestly, just laying out some ground rules and some basics as to whether or not uh, it's really something that someone should consider changing their career and their life about in order to be able to get into. What are y'all guys' opinions? Should people who are out of business, uh, out of work in other places be able to turn to online sex work? Do you think a lot of people do? Or, or are you, of my opinion, where the more people who get into it, the more people that are empathetic and sympathetic to us, which makes it where we can actually fight stigma and be considered the true little independent business owners that we really are. Even if you disagree, remember, we keep it civil in the comment section. If you guys want to follow me and be able to keep up on more bare disclosure stories, make sure you hit me up at PSO on Twitter amberlyrothfield.com, and also say thank you to hectic desires for being the amazing editor and the boss man that he is and editing these for us as well. Anyways, guys, I, this, this has been Dare Disposal. and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.